0: I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's, and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style.
1: Imagine the feeling of pulsing electric shocks. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today.
0: Why are people fascinated by famous people's salads? I, I'm just curious. Like, are famous people's salads more interesting than non-famous people's salads? Did Like, d- when you go to acting school, is there, like, a salad course? I'm just confused. Like, we know, we want you to get channel your inside voice. And also, Tuesday, we're going to do channel your inside salad class. Like, Jennifer Aniston's famous salad. Ooh, wow. You know, like, Jennifer Aniston. And, and if, it's ma- if it's an amazing salad, maybe, I guess, like... The salad should be the star. The salad's the star. with Jennifer Aniston. She ordered a salad from a place. Why is she, she's the one getting all the credit? The salad should get the credit. I don't understand. And like someone, there was a whole thing with Haley Bieber's toast. Wasn't it just like mozzarella cheese and some stuff on the toast? Like it was this innovative, crazy thing because they're famous people. Their food is famous. Julia Roberts salad. It's a famous salad for some reason. I think I saw it somewhere. So like now you, you, start, in, you start in Pretty Woman. You played a prostitute very well. You worked in a pizza place, Mystic Pizza. Your first, you know, real big acting gig. So that means you're an expert on salads. I mean, you took a whole area. You won an Academy Award. Leave the salads to somebody else. Like people's food is famous now. I'm so food is. I've been talking about this for a long time. I'm taking full credit. I did say I want to meet Kale's publicist. Food is food or celebrities. Food food items are celebrities or yeah yeah. But like it's a couple of people's famous. Oh, Kylie Jenner's famous salad. They have a lot of fame in that family. Give the salad to somebody else. Give it to one of my assistants. Jennifer Aniston has more than enough followers and more than enough fame. Give the fucking famous salad to somebody else, okay? Same thing, Haley Bieber's toast. She's gorgeous. She's married to Justin Bieber. She's rich. She's beautiful. She looks good in everything she fucking wears. Her salad and her toast, give the fame to somebody else. Kylie Jenner, come on. We do not need Kylie Jenner's salad to be famous, Other people's salads can be famous. Leave some room. As one of the TikTok things is, pick somebody else. Pick somebody else. Not addressing this crowd right now. Other people's salads should be more famous than celebrities. I just, I want to, I'm going to get a petition and I'm going to add it to the Be Strong effort. It's ridiculous. Today's guest is Deepak Chopra, an Indian-born American author who specializes in health and medicine. He has brought great awareness to the power of meditation and alternative medicine and has written over 90 books. He is the founder of the Chopra Foundation, a nonprofit organization that focuses on bringing knowledge of wellness and spirituality to disadvantaged individuals and Chopra Global, a modern healthcare company that prioritizes mental and physical health. Deepak Chopra continues to spread awareness of alternative medicine, health and wellness throughout the world. He has published infinite works on this and various social avenues such as his meditation app and new podcast. Join us as Chopra discusses his journey in the world of health and as a successful business figure. I hope you love this one. I'm really excited. I've heard about you, I've thought about you, I've been aware of you for a long time. um, And you definitely seem like in modern culture in this country, you were ahead of your time. Uh, Right now, everybody's talking about meditation and different forms of yoga and uh, plant-based diets and Ayurveda. So I'm wondering um, if you feel like you were ahead of your time.
2: Maybe I was, Uh, some people say that I was, it's not really important. The important thing is I've stuck to my truth or my version of the truth. It took me a while to be independent of the good and bad opinions of the world, and that was freeing. So yes, today there's a lot of validation for what I was saying 40 years ago, but at this moment, what I'm saying beyond Ayurveda and beyond mindfulness and beyond plant-based diets and beyond, uh, everything you said is, uh, uh, about the nature of reality. And so I'm back in the same place where I was 40 years, people are rolling up their eyes and say, there he goes again. Is he crazy or what? So,
0: well, I think that, uh, I think it's it's a little scary that people don't understand. There are many different ways to interpret different things and people can debate nuances and different aspects of things. But I think it's scary that people don't understand that there are many ways to heal ourselves and to be healthy that don't include medicine. So that's one thing that, because my assistant was reading literature about you and and said, wow, there's a lot of controversy. And in my mind, I, I haven't, I've known of you for years, but I haven't thought of you as controversial because I went to school for food and healing. I was a natural food chef before it was cool, you know, and um, what someone chooses to do if they're sick is their own business and their own choice, but to not sort of incorporate many different ideas of how to be healthy and heal seems totally ignorant. So um, I want to talk a little bit just about that. I mean, my, my perspective is... Stress is is very damaging, and no matter how much makeup I put on my face, going having a good night's sleep, I never look or feel better. Uh, when you're drinking water, you're feel, I mean, just basic, obvious things that have nothing to do with medicine. So I want to talk about just overall health and the misconceptions going on in this country about them. That there's a black and white opinion about medicine and alternative medicine. Like if you believe in alternative medicine, you just don't believe in medicine. And I I think there's so much gray and I wanted you to kind of clarify that.
2: So I just uh, want to start by a very simple blanket statement. The only thing that matters is does it work or does it not work? Period. And then after that, you decide whether what label to give it. Um, But does it work? Number one and number two, that's all that matters. Now, having said that, let me explain where we are today in the year 2000, what year are we in, 2022, okay? So, what is science? It's the latest model of how we think about how things work. So now, where are we with today's scientific model? We are that 95% of disease-related gene mutations, are actually not fully penetrant. And I wanna explain that to you. Everyone knows what a mutation is these days because of COVID-19 every few months. Oh, now we have the Delta variant. Now we have this. Mm-hmm. What they're talking about is genetic variants, or you might even say mistakes from the human point of view, not from the point of view of nature necessarily, but from the human point of view, a mutation is a bad thing. It causes illness, uh, a genetic mutation, and it predicts illness. Now, what we've learned in the last two decades is that 95% of the mutations, the mistakes that are made in genes are actually not fully penetrant, which means they don't predict the disease. Let me give you a specific example. Uh, There's a genetic variant called the Baraka gene. If somebody has the Baraka gene, then that predicts that they're going to get breast cancer. Angelina Jolie is the poster child for that. She had the Baraka gene, so she had a preventive mastectomy in order to prevent that. And it was given our current state of knowledge, that's the right thing to do, because she would definitely get breast cancer if she didn't get the preventive mastectomy. It sounds horrible, but even for that now, in a few years, we'll have something called gene editing, CRISPR, etc., where you'll be able to cut and place the gene just the way you cut and paste emails. So you'll be able to delete the defective gene and then insert the right gene. We say, wow, that's a miracle. It is. But on the other hand, it'll affect only 5% of people with breast cancer or with any other illness. Only 5% of people will be affected by these amazing new technologies. The remaining 95% of people who have a defective gene, it doesn't predict cancer. It just says they are predisposed to cancer and you can prevent it and you might even be able to reverse the disease. And for that, there's a new science, it's called epigenetics and what is the new science of epigenetics it says that everything everything that you would call an experience including thoughts emotions feelings personal relationships social interactions environment but even more uh, some very important pillars of well being like sleep meditation mind body coordination uh, diet and uh, regulation of biological rhythms and emotions, and spirituality actually change the tra- trajectory of a disease so that you can prevent it, you can possibly reverse it. That's where we are.
0: Right. Well, you said a couple of things. You said, if it's working. So there's a couple of things I want to respond to. You said the current state of science, and that's how we make our decisions, because that's all that we have. And is it working? So in the moments when they came, the Sacklers came out with OxyContin, it was working. It was making people's pain go away. They weren't aware of the fact that, that the the half the country was going to be addicted and then there was going to be a, a, a drug epi- epidemic. And in the moment, the Atkins diet was working because people were losing weight by eating bacon and cheese. And then now it's keto and now it's intermittent fasting. And so what I guess I'm trying to ask of you is how we boil this down to basics because If we know that it's constantly going to be a new thing, new science, new studies, and you could find any study to back up anything in one moment and then people read that and think that's emis, which is, you know, truth in in Yiddish. So what I'm saying is, for me, I think that you can rely on brightly colored antioxidant rich foods. On sleep, on alternative medicine, not solely. If you have cancer, you're not only going to drink wheat grass, wheat grass juice and, and, and try to heal your body through fasting, but to somehow marry these principles, to somehow talk about meditation as being something that relaxes your nervous system and, and calms you down and makes you more present. And I'm trying to say, how can people who are getting so much cluttered information boil this all down and be consistent? in the sense that there were women using Nivea cream 50 years ago. They still use it today. It's always worked. There are people who have been getting eight hours sleep 50 years ago. They're still doing it now. It's still working without all the bullshit in between because there's so much bullshit that no one knows what to hang on to. That's what I'm saying. That's why they go to the doctor. and When the doctor says, take Oxycontin because you're in pain, they say, yes, there's so much bullshit to wander through. So that's what I'm trying to break down.
2: Okay, so good point. There are two things on that point. One is follow the money. If somebody is selling anything, then you need to be wary. Uh, Whether it's a keto diet with a brand, okay? Or whatever, uh, you need to be wary, oxy You know, pharmaceutical companies send uh, people representative to doctors' offices they take them to junkets in the caribbean they sponsor medical education and advertisements in the in scientific journals
0: but we've made money selling health you've made money you've made money selling wellness and i've made money being a natural food chef
2: you know what what i'm saying is if something works and it is not associated necessarily with a product or a brand then you should look into it and you should look at also the basic science Mm. behind it. So for example, when we talk, let's talk about, you know, you say, what did you say? Antioxidant rich foods, right? Okay, so now if antioxidant rich foods work, we want to know how do they work, okay? And they do work. And the way they work is that they change the gene expression of something called the microbiome, which is 99% of the genetic information in your body. Now, we can see that. We can see that not only in animal experiments, which I don't believe in, but these days you can do computer simulations of biochemical reactions, and you can see this is how antioxidants work that makes it more convincing. You say, okay, meditation makes me feel good, makes me feel relaxed, but that's not enough. When you look at meditation and how it works, you actually see that meditation changes the expression of genes that are responsible for self-regulation, healing, and what we call homeostasis. So it's not just somebody feeling good, which is good. I. I I like the fact that they're feeling good because they're feeling good Mm -hmm. makes it more valid. And sometimes Mm -hmm. that's enough, actually. Who cares if if you agree or disagree with me? If this feels good to me, it creates energy, joy, feeling good is probably working for me. But if I see the science behind that, and the science says, this is how it works, it changes the expression of genes. All those genes that cause self-regulation go up. Some 17 fold over baseline. All the genes that call inflammation go down significantly. The level of telomerase goes up. Telomerase is an um, um, anti-aging enzyme. So now I have, first, I feel good. Second, I know how it works. That's the way science progresses.
0: Mother's Day is May 12th, and Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Macy's makes it easy for your little ones to buy a present for you for Mother's Day. Bryn loves to shop, but sometimes has a hard time figuring out what to get me. I have confidence that Macy's Gift Finder will be a great guide for her. Something for everyone at every price point macy's gift finder has so many great gift ideas it's so easy to shop you can shop by price category or gift lists like for the mom who has everything gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted and gifts for grandma plus macy's has top gifts like beats headphones digital photo frames polaroid camera and samsung smart tv the frame head on over to com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for mother's day
3: snag a job is where america goes to hire
0: a question about meditation. Mm -hmm. So it became hugely popular during the pandemic and myself included. And it's funny because I've heard someone said to me, a a meditation, I guess, teacher said that um, boredom is really anxiety. And so when you're feeling bored, it's good to sort of look at that and be aware of of what you're feeling is sort of you're, you're assigning, you're not assigning something to it, but you're just being present in, in acknowledging that you're quote unquote bored. And um, I've been told that so many people think I'm doing it wrong or say you're doing it wrong or that type of meditation is not real or that's a scam. And to me, or if you don't have a mantra, it's not quote unquote correct. And the one thing that did resonate with me is someone saying, if you're having busy thoughts in your mind when you're trying to meditate, lean into them. If you run away from them, then it will chase you. If you just sort of like say, okay, I'm having anxiety or thoughts about this thing, you sort of relax into it. And that is part of meditation, that there's no right or wrong. You're not supposed to be free of thought. That would be totally unrealistic. So I think a little bit of dumbed down uh, clarification about meditation would make people feel calmer.
2: So here's the simplest. First of all, what you heard is correct. Secondly, um the only time you don't have thought is either when you're dead or you're in a coma or you're in deep sleep otherwise thought is normal experience so what we say is the there's no right or wrong way to do meditation you just sit through the process and if you're doing whatever you're doing watching your breath practicing a mantra Uh, observing sensations in your body, using one of the mindfulness techniques, self-reflecting. There are many, hundreds of Mm -hmm. kinds of meditations. The
0: beads, I like the beads, using the beads going around the
2: bracelet, mala beads. Yeah, so all of them work. That's number one. Number two, trying to get rid of a thought is also a thought. So it's just insane to do that. Yes. Okay, so if you sit with it and you just are aware Of your experience then actually the release of thought is actually a very good thing because thought especially anxious thoughts and boredom is a sign of stress and when you have the thought you're releasing it now Mm -hmm. in eastern wisdom traditions they say you're getting rid of karma but you don't have to buy that release of stress is good enough and so thought is Part of the meditation. Anything else you do is part of the meditation. Now, once in a while, there's something called transcendence, where you disappear, where there's no thought and there's no mantra and there's nothing. Like a
0: trance. It feels like a trance.
2: Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. when you get in touch. According to the Eastern wisdom traditions, that's when you get in touch with your soul. But you don't even have to buy that. Okay, you just what you heard as advice is perfect. You release stress when you meditate and the more thoughts you have the more you need to do it because that means you have a lot of karma and a lot of back background stories that you're holding on to
0: right so people listening don't worry if you have your shopping list don't worry if you keep obsessing, because I've had the biggest release when I'm thinking about something so much, and then all of a sudden your body just lets go. It's like a knot in your back.
2: Yeah. Most most people don't even know that they have thought. Now at least you are aware. Thank you. That's so true.
0: You're being present. Okay. So I started late uh, in your life. We're very present here. And usually I talk about earlier, but I just was excited to talk to you and just get a sense of who you are and this whole crazy conflict between Eastern and Western medicine, but I want to hear about you and how you grew up and how you were raised. And if health was a big part of the conversation, if business and success was a part of the conversation, just you coming into this, your adult world and and how you got on this path.
2: So I grew up, I grew up in India. My father was a, a cardiologist who was actually trained in England in Great Britain. At one time, he was the consultant to the present queen and a consultant to the Royal Heart Hospital in England. My mother came from a very traditional religious background. She never had any college education, but she was very imaginative. She was a great storyteller. And uh, every night she would sing to us and tell me, I had a little brother who later became uh, the Dean of Education at Harvard Medical School, but he was three years younger to me. And my earliest memories of my mother are sitting in her lap and listening to her singing stories and then uh, spiritual stories and saying, you know what? I'm going to leave you now with, uh, in the middle of the story and I want to dream up the ending, uh, and it better be a nice wow. ending and a love story. So those yeah. are my earliest memories of my mother and my father. My father, meanwhile, was very Western, very trained, well-trained, well-recognized. Really so this is immediately after the British had left the country and there was still a lot of glamour around Western education, so I went to an Irish Christian Brothers Catholic school. Now, in the school, we learned catechism, we learnt about the Bible, but in our school, in India particularly, there were kids from every religion, Muslims, Hindus, what we call Parsis, Zoroastrians, Jains, you name it, and so we celebrated all the holidays. We thought, Religion was a good thing because you got a holiday and you got a vacation. Now, as when I went to medical school, I was trained in a medical school in India, which was run by, amongst other people, Rockefeller Foundation, et cetera. So it was totally Mm -hmm. Western education. Then I graduated and I came to the United States and I got immediately sucked up into the Western model and I loved it you know, working in the emergency room, taking care of people who were uh, traumatized or had injury or gunshot wounds. And, you know, it was very exciting. It was Mm -hmm. like being on ER every day on the TV show. So I enjoyed it. I trained in endocrinology, internal medicine, neuroscience. And uh, when I trained, and this is a long time ago, 1970s, um, we were discovering chemicals in the brain that we now call neuropeptides that you've heard about. There's serotonin, oxytocin and dopamine and opiates and many other things. And we were convinced, those of us who were students at that time, that this was the link. This was the link between what happens in the mind, what happens in consciousness, Mm -hmm. what happens in the body. So I started to write about it and I got severely criticized and vilified by the medical establishment. I left Boston, Harvard, et cetera, went to California, thinking there would be a more sympathetic environment. Same thing happened in California. The medical doctors boycotted me. So then I started my own center with a neurologist friend who unfortunately has passed on because he got radiation in his, as a child for tonsils. Wow. That was the fashion of the day. And then when I looked at, literature everybody who got radiation for tonsils in the 50s in chicago all of them died of brain cancer or most of them so that you know these were incidents in my life that
0: you were like a medical protester versus being a political protester like you had a belief you found other people who had commonalities with you and you were fighting through it does not sound like it's very popular your opinion was not very popular
2: correct so but unfortunately the the Public became very friendly to me, despite the scientists and my background people. You know, my education and all my colleagues were Mm -hmm. against me, but the public favored what I said. But it took 30 years, honestly, for the science to say how this works, how the mind body connection works, how the diet works, how the sleep sleep works, how meditation works. So now we're back full circle. I am I have a professorship at UCSD, I have a professorship at NYU, I have a professorship at UC, um, you know, University of Central Florida.
0: Validation. And, and I'm you deserve. doing that.
2: But I, there came a point where I did not need validation. And the success that, you know, what you call you know, success in terms of business money, it was a byproduct. i never Mm -hmm. even focused on it.
0: I believe that. And most successful people feel the same. So I went to school for food and healing and I wanted to be a natural food chef. I am no expert on this, but it just speaks to me. It's something that I connect to. I I understand if I see a live salad, it seems better to me than something that's been cooked for, for an hour and a half. That's a vegetable. It just, to me, it makes some sense. It was alive. Um, I don't feel the same way about a live animal, but it's just my own personal thing. So I've heard about people who are very sick, who their bodies, they want their bodies to heal themselves. This does not mean if you have cancer, you're not supposed to be on medication. I'm not making any big grandstands about anything. I'm just saying when I feel tired, when I feel overloaded, I've been drinking, I've been eating foods I don't love, I just don't feel good, I'll fast I'll ju- or I'll juice Because I believe that your machine, it's a machine, when you go to sleep after Thanksgiving dinner, you pass out, not because of tryptophan, but because your body's been eating 50 kinds of foods. It's working. So I believe sometimes having nothing to do with weight, your body needs to rest. So if you're not chewing, which is a form of digestion, if your body's not digesting food, that that's a way to heal. This is not some extreme, but that makes sense in my mind. So and I believe that when I, you go to sleep versus chicken soup or any other thing, which I'm sure is chicken soup is fine, that sleeping you're healing. They call it like you're breaking the fast in the morning. Your body is just resting, so that makes perfect logical sense to me. So when I hear about people like you who can be complicated because you're a sci, you know you're like a scientist and it's not that easy for people to understand the basic principles can be that your body can be healing itself in addition to whatever medicine you must or have to take or vitamins but i want to kind of talk just about the body and it as a healing tool for itself
2: so everything you say is 100 percent true okay everything you say but now how you explain it depends on your background okay so if you're an Ayurvedic doctor, you'll give Ayurvedic explanations for it. This is how it works. Okay. okay. It provides all the nutrients that are called phytochemicals that come from the energy of the sun into your body. And they are the most intelligent chemicals. They're called phytonutrients. Fasting allows your body to rest and repair itself. Mm-hmm. So does sleep. So that's a very valid explanation that you gave. But if I'm a Western scientist, then I also now have evidence that if I fast, if I uh, take a diet, diet that is not uh, manufactured, refined, processed, or has chemicals, or has a label, or comes from a factory, or an animal that has been treated badly uh, with uh, hormones and chemicals and pesticides and all kinds of things, that definitely now shows that that causes inflammation of the genes in the microbiome, which is 99% of the genetic information in your body. So there's there's another explanation for how that works. So it doesn't matter, you know, it it depends on your training.
0: You're saying all roads lead to Rome, you can get there with basic principles, because I do think You hear the word macrobiotic, you hear the word Ayurvedic, you hear the word organic. I mean, you hear different ingredients from acai to goji to all, it's a lot of information. People have to work, people have to raise their kids. So I try to break things down. You and I could actually be an interesting combination because you're very technical and you're very um, knowledgeable where I am doing sort of the dumbed down idiot guide to what we're talking about. But, well,
2: most people will understand you. Most people will not understand you, but, <laughs> but it doesn't matter.
0: You're backing up what I'm saying. So that's... Okay, great.
2: If it works, it works. Okay, Here. great.
0: So, but I try to explain to people that the word cleanse, the word detox, these are trigger words that people give people anxiety because they want to be part of it. They want to do it. And to them, cleansing might mean juicing, which means not eating or fasting. And I try to explain that um, things... Certain foods tax your body more. Getting into pesticides and antibiotics and all that is even obviously more serious, but just talking about animal protein taxing your body more, caffeine spiking your insulin, sugar. So for people, they could do their own version of cleansing and detoxing while eating, just trying to stick as close to nature as possible not processed and and um sprayed and with ingredients you can actually pronounce that you understand so i'm trying to talk to you to back up this kind of principle
2: okay so now if you're if you're talking to an ayurvedic person they'll say the toxin in the body is called ama if you talk to a western scientist they'll say the toxin is inflammation if you talk to somebody else they say the toxin is too many free radicals point is There are toxins in the body that build up as a result of the following toxic relationships toxic jobs toxic environment toxic food toxic emotions they all end up with toxins in the body and it is very wise to detox from all these things whether it's a toxic relationship or a toxic emotionship or a toxic boss or a toxic environment or a toxic food, or any toxic habit, whether it's cigarette smoking, or alcohol, or too much caffeine. So
0: ah, so you might say that having being addicted to your phone, or being in a negative relationship, or being in a bad business dynamic, that can be as toxic as uh, hormone injected chicken.
2: Hundred percent hundred percent. They all end up with toxicity in the body. Now, how you frame that depends on your background. So we see we all frame it depending on the model we like. So if you're an Ayurvedic person, you'll, you'll frame it in Ayurvedic terms. You frame it in your own terms, which is unique, which is great. But bottom line is today we can find the right scientific explanation for all the things that have worked for thousands of years, not just you know in the last decade. These principles have worked in traditional cultures, indigenous cultures for thousands of years.
0: Mother's Day is May 12th and Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Macy's makes it easy for your little ones to buy a present for you for Mother's Day. Bryn loves to shop, but sometimes has a hard time figuring out what to get me. I have confidence that Macy's Gift Finder will be a great guide for her. Something for everyone at every price point. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas, it's so easy to shop. You can shop by price, category, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, and gifts for grandma. Plus, Macy's has top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid camera, and Samsung Smart TV The Frame. Head on over to Macy's.com slash for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day.
3: Snag a Job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, Tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position so visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire.
5: Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like... Ah,
0: and what about aging what is causing aging the most is it stress is it lack of sleep is it lack of hydration
2: it's very interesting human aging is different from the aging of animals okay animals have a predicted lifestyle now if you look at human aging then in the last century the Uh, average age was less than 55 years. The average age of an NFL football player today is 58 years, even though they're highly conditioned sports people. The average age has no idea when we speak about average age regarding the possibilities of how human aging is flexible. If we looked at the Roman Empire, the average age was 28 years. And yet, in those times, there were Plato and Socrates and Parmenides who lived to a ripe old age, beyond 80s. In even in our times, you look at Picasso and George Bernard Shaw and some of the greatest contributors to civilization, they've been way in the 80s and 90s. My professor, through with whom I trained, is today 96 years old. And he's sharp and clear and comes once a year to New York City to teach a sabbatical at NYU, argues with me about how the brain works. If he finds a snake in his garden, he dissects it looking for hormones and chemicals. And he's 96, okay? I know people over 100 who are in perfectly good shape. So human aging is flexible and it's changing also. It's changing, and most people say, oh, it's changing because we have genetics, and we have antibiotics, and we have heart surgery, and we can treat cancer. You know why it's changing? Because of better living conditions. People are not dying of heat stroke, they're not dying of cold or frostbite, and also they're more careful about nutrition and sleep. That's changing the demographic of aging. Right now, if you ask me what's the upper limit i'll say according to the science it's about 120 although there are ex- people who have even exceeded that so human aging there's three components to it one is biological age which means i check your blood pressure and i look at all the markers in your body you know wrinkles and um, hormones and bone density and everything that scientists talk about that's one age that's called biological age the second is chronological age the date you were born. The third is emotional and psychological age, which is how you feel. And the fourth is spiritual age, which is timeless. So I don't believe that aging is fixed in humans. And I am today 75 years old. My biological markers are less than anybody who's 40. I'm I'm 100% free of disease. I do yoga, I do meditation. I'm on a plant-based diet. I sleep well. I don't stress, and uh, my age, biological age, I would say, is less than forty, even though my chronological age is twenty-five.
0: So, a couple of things: what you you don't you're on a plant-based diet. It's it's humane for for huma, humane reasons or combination humane. But what what's healthiest for you?
2: For me, a plant-based diet with maximum diversity is the healthiest diet on the planet because it directly accesses the energy of the sun from where all life is born. All life is born from the energy of the sun. Photons get converted into phytochemicals, which are the basis of all life on this planet. But of course, it's also more humane. And uh, I I don't like the idea of um, killing Life being, even though plants are life beings, right. ultimately life is based on life, and you know, you create life from life. But the most humane diet would be a plant based diet,
0: okay? And what about alcohol? Do you drink any alcohol
2: now? Again, alcohol is a very cultural phenomenon, so you know, if you tell somebody in Italy to stop drinking wine. Uh, and have, uh, you know, and stop eating whatever they eat, Mm -hmm. um, um, they will die of stress. So alcohol is okay in moderate amounts. I don't drink alcohol. uh, And that is, I'll be very honest with you, I have an addictive personality. So I gave up alcohol about 40 years ago. Okay. And okay. I don't drink it. But if somebody has one or two glasses of wine, it's not a big deal.
0: I love what you said, because there was a man who actually came to teach me yoga. And I was saying to him, so many people are stopping drinking and they're not drinking. And it's, you know, and by the way, there are days that I'll feel terrible if I've had had too much to drink or even it hits you wrong. But then there are days when I just want to have a glass of wine. And he said to me, people are giving up too much joy meaning he's not saying go get blasted every night but he's saying you're you're talking about a balance you mean if you're a person who's living in italy and it's part of your life and your cultural to, to culture to drink a glass of wine with your family
2: yeah if you go to if you go to the northern parts of alaska and you give the indigenous people a vegetarian plant-based diet they'll die of stress they'll die of inflammation so it is cultural also.
0: I like that you said that because it's being dealing in reality. You'll Because yeah. also people become very obsessive about their restriction. So they may follow everything that you do. And they
2: create more stress for themselves and for others.
0: I call it noise. They may make more noise for themselves. I can't have this. And I only do this. And I don't ever find sugar. And that sounds, that's great because it's not balanced. It's called people, I'm going to intermittent fast from t- t- this time at night to the morning. If your body's naturally doing it And it feels good to you because you naturally are inclined to not eat in the morning that sounds great but to be militant and rigid is giving you another problem I love that you just said that because I totally agree um so if you're for you personally if you're weighing the value of eating well sleeping well and exercising well what do you find to be the most important for me it's sleep undeniably. It is my it is more important than money than time. Sleep is like to me
2: Okay, so sleep the greatest. a good night's sleep indicates that you're also eating well, that you're exercising, that you're not ah, stressed. Okay. So sleep is the best indicator of all of the above.
0: That's a great note too everybody because I've been using a sleep app it just keeps you honest. You'll see it. It'll say, oh, it's time to go to bed. You may be like, F you. I don't want to go to bed. But you're aware, you're being present about the fact that you're staying up late doing something stupid or being on your phone. So I like that as a great indicator. That's a great healthy way for people to not be obsessed about it. Just because I looked at this chart that they gave me and I was talking to my fiance and I said, that's funny. You were here the last four days and I slept well on it and you weren't here three days before. So what was I doing when you weren't here? Was I busy? Was I? It's just, was I less present? So I like that. I like that a lot.
2: Here's my sleep score.
0: Oh, you got an 86. I got an 89 for the first time in my life today. It's the best score of my life. How do you get to 100?
2: 86 and 87 uh, readiness.
0: Hold on. Tell me what it says that you, because I want to understand this. Tell me what it says your deep was.
2: My sleep says 87 optimal. I slept. Eight hours and 55 minutes. And okay. of that, uh, I'll tell you, deep sleep was one hour, 51 minutes and REM sleep was two okay. hours and 14 minutes. That's- Look at- Well, I think you might beat me by a second or two.
0: Well, it's the first time in my whole life. that I, I mean, I literally called my fiance and said I got 89 on my test. I was so, so This happy. is
2: my average. 87 to 90 oh, is my average.
0: Wow, mine is not- I don't know what mine is. I have to look at my analysis. That's so funny. So anyway, I like that people are being proactive about meditation and about their tracking of sleep. You're a doctor and you're still doing it. You still want to know what's going on. I love that. Wow. Okay. Um, So what percentage have you been lucky and what percentage smart in your career?
2: See, when people say I'm lucky or there were many coincidences or happened to be in the right place at the right time, or there was synchronicity or that God was on my side or I was in a mm-hmm. state of grace. That's the only thing that matters. Everything else is bullshit.
0: What do you mean by that? You mean, who cares how you got there? It worked out. If it works, it's what you said. No, no, no.
2: If you are in touch with your soul, your spirit, if you're independent of the good and bad opinions of the world, if you're fearless, if you don't need validation, then you will be lucky period because that's there's a science to that also it's called synchronicity i've written a book about really
0: okay so
2: yeah it's called the spontaneous fulfillment of desire please read it
0: i actually want to write it down but i also feel like everything you're saying is comforting to people if said in a way that they can understand what it you really are saying it's all connected you've said all roads lead to rome in 10 different ways from from whether it's Ayurvedic or macrobiotic, whether it's if it's working, whether it's sleep is connect, you made everything really connect. So I really like that. Uh,
2: All roads lead to Rome. um, Or I say, if you're going from Boston to New York, you can take a plane, you can take a steamer, you can take a ship, you can use a contour map, you can use a helicopter, you can drive, doesn't matter, you're going from Boston to New York.
0: Mother's Day is May 12th, and Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Macy's makes it easy for your little ones to buy a present for you for Mother's Day. Bryn loves to shop, but sometimes has a hard time figuring out what to get me. I have confidence that Macy's Gift Finder will be a great guide for her. Something for everyone at every price point. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas, it's so easy to shop. You can shop by price, category, or gift lists, like for the mom who has everything, gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, and gifts for grandma. Plus, Macy's has top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid camera, and Samsung smart TV, the frame. Head on over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day.
3: Snag a job is where America goes to hire
0: well i guess how long have you been married
2: 52 years this year
0: so one of the best pieces of wisdom about relationships and quote-unquote successful relationship which for me is longevity and partnership uh someone said i don't work on my partner i work on myself you can't fix a person
2: yeah you know uh, i have only two rules
0: okay let's hear
2: don't be Possessive, don't be controlling, okay, and always be forgiving. And uh, if you are really have an intimate relationship, then you trust. Okay, that's it. Okay. Otherwise, if you don't trust, then you don't have an intimate relationship.
0: Ex- oh, exactly. Where are you on the vaccine? Because of some of the things you've written about about medicine, I I wondered where you stood.
2: Okay, so you know I grew up in India, and when I was growing up. I saw friends, uncles, relatives, either dying from tuberculosis or smallpox or malaria or even diphtheria and measles. Some of them didn't die, they were paralyzed for life. Some of them didn't die of smallpox, but they were scarred for life. So I grew up in an environment where vaccines were saving millions of lives. You can't get that out of my head. Okay, so I believe in vaccines. And I believe also that anytime you use anything that's foreign, um, whether it comes from an animal or whether it comes from, um, you know, uh, even synthetic, there's always a price to pay, always a price to pay. And then, but you have to balance between what is the mass benefit And what is the price to pay? So I would say right now in COVID-19, I have favored vaccines because of my personal history of seeing millions of people's lives saved, millions of people actually not having uh, paralysis, paralysis from polio or diphtheria. So you can't convince me that life's, uh, vaccines don't work at the mass level.
0: It sounds like you're saying, it's an extreme way of saying it, but it's a necessary evil. You don't love it on on its own as an idea, but it's in this world.
2: Just like an be. antibiotic is very right. important if you have pneumonia. Just like if you have uh, appendicitis and you don't get take it out, you might die in the next 24 hours. Yeah, the hours. positives outweigh yeah. the,
0: I understand yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, I got it. Um, And then, in your career your rose and thorn the highlight and the the most worst part
2: I think looking back the worst part was being attacked but I got over it so I don't think is anything that I look at as worst it was all a lesson where I am right now I'm 75 biologically I'm youthful and I do not have the fear of death because I'm, uh, I'm in touch with a part of myself, which is timeless. And you know that spiritual t- traditions call the soul, but they talk about it theory. I'm in touch with my soul. So I'm joyful.
0: Oh, that's amazing. And where you have, a, do you have a meditation app or is it a book or how do we do your?
2: No, there's an app called Chopra and it's meditation okay. and you can okay. find lots of meditation, but you also can go on online on YouTube and find hundreds of free meditations uh, from me, including on sleep.
0: Okay, perfect. Well, it was really wonderful to meet you as an education Thank and you. I really enjoyed it so much. I'm really appreciative. I you enjoyed it too. Thank you. So nice to meet you. I hope, Thank where do you live?
2: Uh, wherever i am
0: oh okay i'm waiting we'll see each other one time
2: at the moment it's new york but i live wherever i am including on a train or a plane right where else do you live in the present moment right that's my location right now but i live wherever i am
0: well i'm glad to be part of it today so thank you so much have a great day
2: thanks you too
0: That was Deepak Chopra. He's a serious man. He's been through everything. He is a man of medicine and science and knowledge. And he sticks to his convictions. And I love talking to interesting people like that because I'm sure he thought, you know, who's this clown girl that someone made me talk to who was on a reality show where women uh, trashed other women. But I just love being able to distill this type of information for you and learn so much myself in the process. I thought it was a great conversation. I think it was very liberating and freeing for us to think about aging and sleep and health in this manner because there's so much information being thrown at us from every diet to every new technique. And I watch people around me, young and old. I watch my fiance think this is the next thing. My assistant's think about different diets in a different way and I think to myself oh my god it's about balance but figuring out how to achieve balance is really difficult for different people so uh, I just loved that and I appreciate you going on that ride with me Uh, uh so many different types of guests we have on here very intentionally because everyone that I have on here has something interesting to say about a different aspect that can touch your life so thank you remember to rate review and subscribe and have a wonderful day Just Be is hosted by me, Bethany Frankel. Just Be is a production of Be Real Productions, iHeartRadio, and Blue Duck Media. Our EPs are Morgan Lavoie, Antonio Enriquez, and Kara Hitt. To catch more moments from the show, follow us on Instagram at Just Be With Bethany.
4: Right Rug Flooring.